Well, have you ever been abandoned? Perhaps a friend deserted you when you thought she would be there for you? Maybe a parent left you while you were still young? Maybe one of your children has rejected your love. Have you ever been left alone by someone you cared for? As we've read through Mark's account of Jesus' death tonight, we come to those stark words that Kyle just read for us in chapter 15, verse 34. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Throughout his entire earthly life, Jesus had communed with his father, been supported in prayer with his father, and found more joy than you and I have ever experienced in accomplishing the mission given to him by his father. But now the father has turned his face away. Jesus has hung on the cross at this point for hours. And now as the end draws near, he utters that gut-wrenching cry. Why have you forsaken me? Lori read for us earlier how all his friends had already left him. How even his disciple Peter had denied him. But God was still there. Until now. We see four reasons Jesus was forsaken, or we're going to see that tonight briefly. First, Jesus was forsaken to fulfill the scripture. Jesus was forsaken to fulfill the scripture. In this agonizing cry, Jesus is quoting King David verbatim from Psalm 22. You can read Psalm 22 later, but it's a cry from a tortured king to his God. And as you read Psalm 22, you get a little bit of a glimpse into what Jesus was experiencing on the cross. Among other things, David writes that he was scorned, despised, mocked, that his strength was dried up. That his tongue stuck to his jaws. That his hands and feet were pierced. And here Jesus channels the prayer of David and shows himself to be the greater David. And cries out to his father in heaven. Even at this moment, the worst moment in human history, Jesus is accomplishing his father's plan. Fulfilling the entire purpose of the Bible. He's coming as the greater king, David's son, to save God's people. Jesus was forsaken to fulfill the scripture. Second, Jesus was forsaken so he could bear our sin. Jesus was forsaken so he could bear our sin. One of the most striking verses in all of scripture is 
2 Corinthians 5.21. You probably know it. There the Apostle Paul writes, For our sake God made Jesus to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We've seen this repeatedly in our study in the book of Exodus. God is holy. He cannot bear sin. In the Old Testament book of Habakkuk, the prophet Habakkuk speaks of God as the one who, quote, has purer eyes than to see evil and who cannot look at wrong. God cannot condone sin. He cannot cohabit with sin. But Jesus was to be sin for us. So for that to happen, God couldn't be with him. One author writes that Jesus faced the weight of the guilt of millions of sins alone. He knew not only the weight of our sin, but all the consequences of our sin. Brokenness, grief, pain. Jesus knew what it felt like to weep, to be rejected, to agonize. Here we see the nature of our sin and all it deserves. Jesus was forsaken so he could bear our sin. Third, Jesus was forsaken so he could be condemned by God. Jesus was forsaken so he could be condemned by God. So we see God forsaking Jesus as he bears the guilt of our sin But God's distance from his son was not just out of hatred for the sin his son was bearing, but because he needed to then lay all his judgment on that sin. Jesus was not left alone to just suffer grief. He was left alone to be judged in his grief. And so God's presence of mercy and love left Jesus at the cross so that God's presence of judgment and wrath could be fully present. So Jesus' cry here is not just in a context of utter sadness that God has left, but the stirring cry of experiencing God's judgment. Joel Beakey, a biblical scholar, writes it like this. This is the hellish cry uttered when the undiluted wrath of God overwhelms the soul. It is heart-piercing, heaven-piercing, and hell-piercing. All the sins of the elect and the hell that they deserve for eternity are laid upon Christ. Jesus was forsaken so he could be condemned by God. And fourth and finally, Jesus was forsaken so we would never be. Jesus was forsaken so we would never be. All the sins of those who would trust in him were laid on Jesus. So if you're a Christian here tonight, your sin, past, present, and future, have been laid on him. 
He experienced the full wrath and judgment you and I deserve. And he faced it and experienced it so we would never face it and experience it. Even though we have forsaken him time and time again, he took our forsakenness so we would never, ever, ever need to know God's silence. Church, Jesus cried out at the ninth hour and heard no reply so that when you and I cry out at any hour, God hears us. Jesus cried out so that even our whisper can be heard by God. Jesus cried out to his God so all who would trust in him could call his God our God. If you have never trusted in Jesus, you will be forsaken by God's mercy forever and visited only by his wrath. Won't you allow Jesus to do that instead of you? Trust in him before it's too late. Trust in him tonight and see your sin placed on him instead of you. And dear church, in Christ, you will never be alone again. You may have been rejected by others. You will certainly not be forsaken by your God. I'm sure there have been moments in your life where you have prayed a prayer like Jesus's. When you've cried out something like, God, where are you? You cannot possibly be involved in what's happening to me right now. Even in your fear, you can be assured that your God is present with you because he left Jesus. In the last verse of How Firm a Foundation, the hymn writer speaks of God as saying to the believer, to you and me, Christian, the soul that on Jesus hath leaned for repose I will not, I will not desert to its foes. That soul, though all hell should endeavor to shake, I will never, no never, no never forsake. Jesus was forsaken, so we would never be. Let's pray. Lord, the weight of our Savior's death hangs heavy on us tonight. He was cursed so we would be eternally blessed. How can this be? Holy Spirit, let this weightiness rest on us a bit longer, please. Not so we can, by our guilt, manufacture your love for us, but so we can rest more fully in what Christ has suffered for us. Help us to abide in this sad victory. Not so we can be accepted by you, but as those who are already embraced in your love. Thank you for the cross. Thank you that you have helped us flee your wrath to find refuge in Jesus. We pray for any here tonight who have not yet found that refuge. Draw them to yourself. Help them run to you 
so they will never be left alone. And be with brothers and sisters in Christ here tonight who feel keenly rejected. Lord, help them to look at the form of their Savior on the cross alone and be assured that they will never find that fate, but will spend eternity with you forever. Be with us now as we join our voices in singing. Amen.